This is your career GPS. The podcast designed to help teens, young adults, students, new graduates, and emerging professionals navigate their career journey. And your journey starts now. Welcome back to Your Career GPS. Cassie and I both want to thank all of our loyal listeners who have stuck with us for this incredible ride over 65 episodes. We have created yet another amazing compilation over the last 30 episodes, highlighting the best piece of career advice from 25 incredible guests. We're going to start with Charlene Walters in episode 36. I think the first one is that you can do whatever you put your mind to. I think when you're younger, you don't necessarily have that confidence in yourself Mm -hmm. and you can doubt yourself now more than I know that I didn't have the confidence I have now. So to know that would be great. And the other important thing, and I tell this, I have two, two teenage daughters and I tell them all the time, you don't have to have everything figured out now, right? <laughs> Things ebb and flow and change and it's okay to switch directions, right? So I would tell everyone that absolutely you can do whatever you want to do, have a plan, start moving towards it. And again, it might change over time, but eventually I find that we all find our way to doing something that we really love and nothing that we've done along the path is useless, right? Everything we pick up, all those skills, all of those different things, even at the time, if we can't see it, it adds to who we are at the end of our journey. So nothing ever career-wise is a waste of time. Just stick with it and you'll get to where you want to be. Yes. And I'm so grateful for you to ask this question. I think it's, it's so important. I, everybody has some type of learning lesson. And for me, it's uh, negotiate your salary. Uh, such uh, an important yeah. thing. And, and, I, and I mentioned this because for myself as a first generation college student and raised by Mexican grandparents, mm-hmm. it's also a cultural <laughs> thing. We were always taught yeah. to be grateful and not be greedy. And so for me, and I know a lot of students have also expressed this, is that You know, I'm just so lucky to get a job, especially, you know, upon graduating from college. I'm so grateful that I have this opportunity. And so I I learned the hard way and uh, recognized the importance of knowing my own value, respecting my skill set and what I bring and contribute. So that has been part of my own personal values system that it's okay to ask for what you're worth. And, you know, there's a process to it, but just knowing that, when you go to a job interview, that it is expected uh, to to negotiate your salary. And again, going, you know, there's a process and, and career coaches and your career office can help you with that. But to ingrain that, uh, I, I wish I had learned that earlier on in, in my career is to, to negotiate my salary. So my first and I think biggest piece of advice that I share with everyone is like follow your natural strengths, follow your purpose, follow what makes you you and the rest is going to follow. So many people start with what's external, what will pay me well, what what's the shiniest company, like like basically, you know, how can I have the most impact, the most money, the most fulfillment and they look outside of themselves. Start on the inside and the rest will follow because if you're showing up, and I see it time and time again with my clients, if you are showing up 
being so you and things are coming easily to you, but you're damn good at them because it's just what you do best, then guess what? You perform better, you get promotions faster, the money comes, you get offered speaking gigs, like all sorts of cool things happen (laughs) when you're following your purpose, right? So that's number one. Everything that happens in the, you know, in, in each of our individual lives happens in our head, right? Everything's there. And, and it, it, the stuff comes in from the outside, but everything that you do, everything that you experience, the way you perceive failure versus success, it's all, it's all part of your mindset. Um, so the sooner you kind of start on that journey of understanding yourself and understanding how humans work in the world, the easier all this tactical stuff, like the bait and switch and rapid social capital and all that stuff, it becomes so much easier if you start with that solid foundation. Um, So that was something that, yeah, I was kind of introduced to probably about eight years ago and has made a big difference for me. So it's not direct career advice, but it will have a huge (laughs) impact on your career. Have compassion for yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to make mistakes. That's how we all learn. And honestly, if someone's not making a mistake, that means they've never tried anything new. And you can't grow and get to where you want to go if you don't make them, you know? Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I look at them as learning experiences because they really are. So whatever you're doing, you didn't do the interview right. You know, you made a mistake here. You made a, you know, you even had to leave a particular position. Just, it's okay. Learn what you can and move on. Have compassion for yourself. Okay, so my first and always forever one is Mm -hmm. keep building your contacts. Mm -hmm. Everything you do in this world, you will do with other people. Mm -hmm. So that's number one. That's my classic. That's my bumper sticker. But I have a second one. Thank you for letting me do two. (laughs) My second one is you can turn any job into a good job. Mm. You can take a job that is mediocre, that is not your dream, that is not perfect, and you can turn it into an opportunity by the people you meet, the things you learn, Maybe it's even just discovering that you never, ever want to do that job again. It is in your control. I interviewed a woman who worked at a grocery store. It was the only job she could get during COVID. She was a frontline worker with a college degree. She worked at a grocery store and she said, I am going to make the most of this. I'm going to learn how to talk to the public. I'm going to build my confidence in having conversations. I'm going to make money. I am going to deal with the public. I'm going to handle customer service inquiries. I am going to make this something. And that was her decision to do that. So before you quit a job, before you hold out for this idea, I used to talk about dream jobs. I don't talk about them anymore. Mm -hmm. It's about turning anything into a positive step on your career. And I think a lot of people are going to not necessarily get what they consider their dream job out of college this year. And that is okay. Think about what can I get out of this opportunity that I can use in the future. Very rarely do we value like just working hard, like both of you getting on this call and, and the the hours you're going to spend editing this and scheduling this and, and what you spent before, like that's work. And like just getting to those moments are what I love and, and what I kind of bred myself on through high school, college. Like I was never the smartest in the classroom or the most gifted. Like I just showed up and worked like really, really hard. And so that's something I'd leave you with is just as a student, as a news gra- new grad, just work really hard and focus on your performance and do good work because at the end of the day, it, it will pay off and someone's going to notice that. Like uh, you guys noticing me on LinkedIn and, and now here we are. 
top advice I could give is not to let employer take control of your career. And I stress this so much yeah. because um, I've, I've, again, I have all my mistakes and all my um, things that I've learned through my life, uh, my career career that is, is um, not to let the employer take control. And that, in, in that sense, I'm referring to not, you know, joining a, a company just to join the company and letting the, and, and basically um, not putting your hand in the steering wheel and l- not controlling it. Because a, a lot of the assumptions that I get is a, um, professionals join a company and hey, the company will take care of me. Um, I don't have to worry about my career. Eventually, you know, I'll get promoted or progress through my career in that sense. And mm-hmm. again, you don't want to be in that situation. At, at the end of the day, if you should be able to get up and leave, if that's not the right environment for you, not right role for you, if it's not working out, whatever mm-hmm. capacity, whether it's your routine, your schedule, or just not the type of work, you should be able to get out of that situation and land another opportunity. So the best advice again is to take, not to let the employer take control of your career because you are, at the end of the day, you're the driver's seat of your career. So you should be responsible for um, taking control of that. I really would say that you will likely change your mind about what you want to do and and that's okay. I, I think when I, two things, I guess, also like your major in undergrad doesn't necessarily determine your career. I was, you know, I studied chemistry and I thought, oh, I'm going to be a chemist. Like, that's what I thought when I was in college. Um, I thought, oh, that was my option. And um, yeah, hopefully everybody who's listening to this podcast is is beyond that because you guys have already talked so much about how you can connect different, um, you know, majors can connect to lots of different careers. But yeah, I think, I mean, some people do. I do think that there are some people that like, they, they know they want to be a doctor from the time they're a kid and they will just sacrifice everything to achieve that goal. And that's great. And I, you know, admire those people. But, um, you know, for most people, it's not that straightforward. And also like, you know, you could, you could, <laughs> you know, finish a graduate degree like I have or be in the middle like me and change your mind. And I think we really need to, Um, tell people that that's okay you know that that's okay absolutely so I would say best piece of career advice is to follow your passion and to try it out before saying yes this is my career path I mean you could say hey I love this I love everything about it get into it and decide you know what this isn't for me so any way you can whether it's an internship apprenticeship job shadow get involved get hands-on with the career get as much experience as you can um, and just really follow your passion. Don't don't stay in something that you're miserable. You work too much of your life to be in a job that you hate. I love this question. I thought mm-hmm. a lot about it. And I really think just having this deep curiosity for the world that we live in is the most valuable thing you can walk away with. And what I mean by that is being curious about people, asking questions, listening. When you show up to that first role after, um, you know, you get out of school, be curious about the processes, be curious about why people are doing things the way they're doing. Um, Be more curious about, again, like everything that is going on around you, because I guarantee when you start to see these white spaces of, again, digging deeper into people, processes or ideas, that is where you're going to innovate and thrive. And those that I see do well in their careers are those that 
are very open to asking those questions and not sticking in a place where, well, this is what I was taught, this is what I'm gonna do, or this is the process. The people that succeed a little bit more in their career and get a little more ahead are the ones that do question and do ask, why are we doing the things we're doing? So to me, that's the biggest piece of advice because it's gonna keep you growing. It's gonna keep wherever company hires you at growing. Um, and it's how you continuously innovate and grow. Is that just like deep-rooted curiosity um, about, about the world? Your job, your career is not a sprint. There is not a gold medal for getting that vice president job at 27. I mean, your job is, a, your, your career is a journey. And every year you learn more about yourself and learn more about your values and your passions and your career may change over time. I, I love um, Helen Tuper. She's based in the UK. She wrote a book called Squiggly Careers. And I think as we look at Gen Z, many of this new generation will have very squiggly careers and that is absolutely okay. Know thyself. The more you know you and what you need to be engaged and fulfilled and happy, and the more you know how you add value to the organization, the happier you think you're going to be in work life and in your personal life. Yes. So since we talked a lot about salary negotiation, um, one thing I'd like to say that salary negotiators are not born, they're trained. So if you feel like you are just not are not there yet either, you know, let's obviously listen to the podcast is great stuff, continue doing research or work with a professional. Like I work a lot with my clients in helping them. Again, I didn't, wasn't born as a great sound negotiator. Um, I don't think any baby out there is really a great sound negotiator. So it is a learned skill. So anyone can learn it. I don't care about your background or your experience or education. And I didn't go to an Ivy league degree or anything came from a humble beginning. So just know that you're able to do it. So it is a skill set that is that can be trained and anyone can learn it. So just know that in regards to anything in life, honestly, uh, most of the things are the best interviewers are always trained. Um, same thing with like the best director and best managers and leaders. There's always a training behind it. It's up to you. How great do you want to be? And are you willing to invest and do the work to get there? So there's three little parts to it. But I think firstly, you know, do what you really want and don't take no for an answer. And to do that, you have to be relentless in your pursuit and get comfortable in being uncomfortable, like knocking on so many doors, hearing no and not letting that affect you. Um, and sort of finally, the quote that I live by is um, one by Carl Jung, which is, you know, where your, where your fear, there is your task. Like there's so much opportunity to develop um, if you just accept that, yeah, it's uncomfortable. Like we're not perfect and we're never going to be experts in everything. So if there, you know, you are at the start of your career and you have, you know, limited knowledge of resumes, like go speak to people, find that knowledge, like just be relentless because we're never going to wake up and be experts. So really at the top, you know, do what you really want to do and just make sure that you achieve it. And whether that takes you a very short amount of time, whether you have to take the B roads, the C roads, you know, go back on yourself uh, and get there, you know, a year later or five years later, so be it. But as long as you're doing exactly what you want, no one can take anything away from you.
just advice that I've sort of stumbled upon myself in my career, and it's follow your curiosity wherever it takes you, because you really have no idea where it's going to lead, but there are so many fun, great experiences that can come from following that curiosity. And it's funny how when you look back, those little breadcrumbs end up being the big part of your career story. This one is for my introverts. It's the job search can be overwhelming. It can be draining. So stay true to who you are. And if you know that engaging with other people, aka networking, is going to be exhausting for you, make sure you you schedule in a balanced routine. And so um, recharge. Recharge in the way that you need to recharge so you can t- continue to have thoughtful conversations. And as an introvert, we typically think, oh, it's the extroverts who always get, you know, the opportunities because they're bold and they're in your face and they're willing to do things that I'm not willing to do. But an advantage that introverts have is that we're willing to have deep and meaningful conversations. And so uh, if you're an introvert, you're probably able to come up with a very sincere and thoughtful question that can help take your job search to the next level and will be totally different in terms of, a surface level question or a very thoughtful question that is going to make you stand out in a way that someone with a different personality type might otherwise not be able to. So no shade on extroverts. You guys shine in your own way. But for my introverts who this conversation is like, whoa, way outside of my comfort zone. If I can do it, you can do it. Just respect the way that you recharge. I guess the best piece of career advice that I can offer you all is never losing sight of what makes you you. I mean, self-love truly comes a long way because if you don't love yourself, the next employer, like, you know, like only you're able to love yourself. And if you don't find that sense of fulfillment within, it doesn't matter what organization, what company you reach, you're always going to be in constant battle with yourself. So the best career advice that I can offer is to learn how to, you know, validate your current flaws and really love yourself for what makes you you because I always say success truly the start within. Be the CEO of your own career. Every opportunity that you, um, which, which, to me, what being CEO of your career is, is never turn down the opportunity to speak with someone. Never always be looking for uh, ways that you can expand your knowledge and learn. Um, Don't wait for your boss to give you a professional development opportunity. Try to find them on your own. Um, Roles, five years from now, there's going to be jobs that didn't exist, you know, now. And so you never know. Um, And so by being open with networking and with learning, you're poising yourself to be able to capitalize on those opportunities when they exist. Um, I would say that persistence gets jobs really don't, you don't want to be a passive person in this process. The passive person hitchhikes through their career. The passive person sends out applications and just hopes that someone calls them back. This is the person who is not creating a career that is going to light them up. That's going to get them the highest earning potential. That's not going to be at companies that have healthy cultures where they thrive. So stop being so passive, get in the active seat, 
And if you're doing the same thing over and over again, and it's not getting you the results you want, you need to get a coach. You need to get help because this is something that none of us are really taught. The job market is consistently changing and advice in the job search should not be regurgitated. It needs to be constantly updated. And so I think a lot of us have regurgitated uh, learnings about the way our career should be um, from people who, who love us, but just don't understand the job market these days. And so really stretching yourself to be that persistent candidate. I would say one, college is just part of your story. You know, we get to college and it's it's this fun, amazing, shiny thing. There's so many opportunities, but you know, on the, the backside of college, it's, it's really just a short part of your story. Um, and you know, life is short. Life is too short not to take the time to not only do what you want to do and, and have fun with it and enjoy it, but taking the time to learn what that is for you is equally as important, maybe a little bit more important in my world. I could, I could give you tips about job search, strategic networking and stuff, but I think the best tip that I can give you is to make your mental health your top priority. If your mental health is on point, you are unstoppable. If you take care of that, if you build a, a network of support around you that you can reach out to when you're not feeling 100%, you are unstoppable. The opportunities will come. But if your mental health is not on point and you don't talk about these things because in my culture, I will be deemed as weak, right? Then all the problems start happening and it's like an avalanche effect. And again, your institution gives you access to counselors who will be more than happy to chat with you uh, to make sure that your mental health is on point. Yeah, say yes more than you say no. Um, and I say that as a way to push yourself to be more open, um, to open yourself mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, um, within safety parameters, obviously. Um, I, I, I probably, like I said, wouldn't recommend jumping on a plane and going somewhere that you're like, I haven't done one ounce of research on this country. Um, but just <laughs> even look in your own backyard, right? So much of my experience um, and, and my resiliency, really, of my career has just been based on, okay, career coaching, never heard of that before, tell me about it, right? Or podcasting, super intimidated by that. Let's have a conversation about that. Can we do this, right? And it's just knowing that other people, if they're in a position to help they will. They're usually pretty kind. They're empathetic. Um, and so again, if you're putting out as much as you would like to receive, um, you'll you'll probably get it. Um, so just be open, be honest. Um, it's a journey. <laughs> I know that's very cliche. It is a journey. Um, and like I said, take moments in your life or in your career to take a step back, look at what you've done, um, think about how you feel, like where are you at with your career, where are you at with your personal life, and be intentional with your next steps. I think the most important thing that I want to pass on, and I, of course, am not just graduating, so I have the gift of 2020 hindsight to say, I wish I did this. I wish I took more risks. I was so afraid of checking off the right boxes 
and so afraid that I was um, potentially going to be a disappointment to somebody else or that I wasn't going to keep pace with my peers or that I wasn't going to be able to have the self-respect of said salary that I needed to really for a long time pretend and as difficult as it is make sure that the insides and the outside match and what I mean by that specifically is you can have all the outer titles credentials all those things but success without fulfillment is failure and so take the risks that you can when you're young and you have less less responsibilities to actually account for and also you will be surprised because even if it doesn't work out exactly the way that you want it to you will never be regretful that you didn't make every effort so take more risks would be what i would really really want to stress and do it sooner rather than later yeah, I love that question. You know, I think the biggest piece of career advice that I wish somebody had told me was um, the way you grew up is such a an important factor in your career and you don't notice it. You know, like I grew up, I grew up not having money. I grew up very poor. And so, you know, when people early on, when career coaches, when I would read it on Google, go and negotiate. That was really hard for me. It was really challenging for me to like think about talking about money because we never had any money. So we never talked about money. And the only time we talked about money was when we were saying we didn't have it. So how was I gonna go over there and be like, oh, I want more money. And then if they said, well, I don't have it, I would just be like, okay. You know, like, cause that was the conversation that happened in my household. So, you know, I wish that someone had said to me, you've got to really consider how you're moving in this career and and how that is shaped by where you came from and who you are. And you have to then can keep with you the things that are working for you, but then also learn to release the things that no longer serve you. So what I really realized too was that, you know, my parents had to live a certain way, but I have the privilege of not having to live that way. I have the privilege of not having to believe the same things that they believed, but I could believe differently. So how do I want to believe? You know, that's very empowering too. So I wish that someone had told me that. I wish that someone had told me the reason why you're not negotiating doesn't have to do with the fact that you don't have a script. It has to do with the fact that you just don't actually believe that money exists. 